Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Fold, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got some top news stories for you today from Israel, and guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people, knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Thursday, January 12th, 2023 in the Gregorian calendar and the 19th of Tevet, 5783 in the Hebrew calendar. Now, let's get to the news. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and Finance Minister Bitzalel Smotrich worked together to come up with a new plan to combat rising inflation and the high cost of living in Israel. They unveiled the new economic plan Wednesday, so that was yesterday. Netanyahu told reporters at his office that the plan includes a one-year freeze on municipal property taxes, a 0.1 shekel per liter price cut on gasoline, and reducing price hikes on utilities like water and electric by 70%. I'll take a break on water and electric. Smotrich says we will not accept a reality where parents cannot afford after-school activities for their children or a family having to sleep with, without indoor heating for the winter. Some defense experts at a conference in Herzliya Wednesday came out in opposition of member of Knesset Itamar Ben-Gvir, and his new role and new control. Ben Gvir is the national security minister, which is a role that has never existed before, and experts are saying it's going to be a conflict because the police has always been under the control of one member of Knesset and one only, the defense minister. The Movement of Commanders for the Security of Israel is an organization that spoke out at this conference. The chairman, Matan Vilnai, says now the country has a national security minister who is ignorant about defense matters. Vilnai also said, quote, There's no such thing as disunity in command. There's no such thing as two commanders of a unit. It's an opening for total chaos, and there's no way it will work. End quote. Other top guns like retired Major General Amos Gilad, who is the executive director of the Institute for Policy and Strategy at the IDC College in Herzliya, backed him up, agreed with this, and made similar sounding statements about their discouragement with the new role. Some foreign affairs for you. Brazil's new president, Luiz Inácio da Silva, also known as Lula, has pulled its ambassador to Israel out of his position. General Gerson Manandro Garcia de Freitas was booted out Tuesday of this week in a move that some are saying could be revealing of a policy shift between the nations. Menandro was appointed by the previous president, Bolsonaro, in 2021. During Bolsonaro's time in office, the Brazilian public turned to become more supportive of Israel, which was a change from the previous sentiment before Bolsonaro. Brazil also pulled out its ambassador in the United States. Azerbaijan has officially appointed its first ever ambassador to Israel. It happened Wednesday, and the office will be in Tel Aviv, 
with most of the other embassy offices and consulates from around the world. Israel, however, has had a presence in Azerbaijan since the early 90s through an embassy that the countries opened together in Baku. Israel has been a military backer of Azerbaijan in recent years and supported the country during a standoff with Armenia over a region called the Nagorno-Karabakh that was in 2020. Azerbaijan supplies 40% of Israel's oil imports. I bet you didn't know that. Iran accused Israel last year of making up a secret alliance with Azerbaijan, but Azerbaijan rejected that accusation. And now for a message from Israel 365. Last year, children from a Jewish orphanage escaped Ukraine. It's called the Alumim Children's Home and was founded by power couple Malki and Zalman Bukiet more than 15 years ago. 60 orphans and staff escaped to Israel and arrived safely, taking refuge in Jerusalem after their country had been invaded by Russia. Now, the group lives in the coastal city of Ashkelon. The orphans are attending religious schools, learning Hebrew, and are excited to build their new lives in their biblical homeland. If you are interested in supporting these orphans, you can help with clothes, school supplies, and therapy in an effort to get the children physical and emotional support. Your contribution can also help pay for their gas, electricity, water, warm food, heated bedrooms, and hot showers as they start their new lives in the cold winter. If you're interested in adopting an orphan, as they call it, it's not an actual adoption, it's a support, you can go over to Israel365.com and click on the Adopt an Orphan Today button to bless 60 orphans in Israel. Israel 365 shares the Israel Daily News podcast on its media platform so that all of their viewers and readers can get a reach of the Israel Daily News. If you are interested in supporting a Ukrainian orphan, I have the link in the show notes for you. I am definitely doing it. This is something that I've been thinking about as I knew that Israel was bringing in a lot of refugees and young people from Ukraine. I wondered what their fate would be, and I am going to be supporting them directly. I encourage you to do the same. Israel officially got its first 7-Eleven. It's the world's largest convenience store, and one of them is now open in Tel Aviv in Dizengoff Center in the area of the mall, the city's mall, on Wednesday. It will be open 24 hours on Wednesdays and Thursdays only. The hours for the rest of the week have yet to be announced. The famous Slurpee is, of course, being sold there. So you don't have to miss out on that. The company CEO for Israel says 7-Eleven brings real convenience to the consumer in an innovative format that does not exist in Israel. He also talked about how there's going to be a lot of competitive prices so that the Israeli public can get good prices on everyday items that they need and that they're going to be serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner for people that are on the go. Some fun short news, Israeli teams Maccabi Tel Aviv, Hapoel Hulon, and Hapoel Tel Aviv all won their basketball competitions in Europe this week. Congratulations to the Israeli club teams. 
Netflix is going to be featuring Israeli films on the streaming platform every week from now on through the winter. A new Israeli film from the last three decades will be added to the site's permanent library each week. This includes titles like The Band's Visit, The Wedding Plan, Hunting Elephants, Ajami, Tel Aviv Stories, and others. During the winter, Netflix is scheduling an Israeli Friday to make up for all the years that no Israeli films were available on their platform. 16 films are scheduled to go up between now and the end of March. All right. Well, that is it for today's show. Today is Thursday, January 12th. 2023. Tel Aviv has a low of 11 degrees Celsius and a high of 18 degrees. That's 52 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 64 degrees for the high. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. I also usually add in a few personal anecdotes so you can get the inside scoop on what's going on in my life. I just came back from New York. It's been a hectic week. I always mention our professional highlights from the Israel Daily News podcast, like who we're working with, who we're partnering with, and I am going to be writing in the newsletter this week about a big story that came out today in the Jerusalem Report. I wrote it. It's about democracy and tech and how a lot of investors from around the world are concerned about Israel's new government and that it could wreak havoc on investments for Israeli companies. I did a lot of research on that in the last few weeks that came out today, and I'm going to figure out how to get a link to you and put that in the newsletter, which will come out to you on Sunday evening, my time here in Israel. Now I am going to send you off with a song called Kol Bayar by Yanir Kalinsky. He's an Argentine Israeli musician with a bunch of kids living here in Israel. He's been between Argentina and Israel and traveled all around the world playing a load of instruments. Enjoy his music and have a great and productive day and an excellent weekend. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Tight